When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Unwinding. If I sound a little bit different, which I probably do, it's because I am home for the holidays. I am in Costa Rica. I got here yesterday. Today is Wednesday evening as I'm recording this, and it is Thursday at some point, probably when you're listening to this. So let me just tell you there is not one quiet room in my house here. Okay. So it is a little bit challenging for, you know, a podcast, but. We're making it work and i just wanted to quickly say hi before we get into this episode so today's episode is with cardsy b i love her name i love like how creative how cool so she is a tarot card reader she has a podcast she has her own tarot cards like physical cards that i'm going to link in the show notes i, I really want to get them she did a card reading on me in this episode this was such a cool insightful conversation she was so easy to talk to, so full of like knowledge. And if you've ever felt, you know, just like, I don't know, even the slightest bit either doubtful or interested in anything regarding like energy and intuition and tarot reading, things like that, you're going to love this episode. Okay. Because we really get into all of this. And even if you don't, you know, if you never want to get your cards read or if you just like don't believe in that, whatever it is. There's still so much in here that I think you will love. So yeah, I mean, I can't wait for you guys to listen to this. We talk about all different kinds of things. And then she reads my cards, which was very fucking scary how on on point everything was. Especially like, I want to say the dating stuff was just like wild. The way she like perceived everything. I don't know. It was fucking nuts. So I can't wait for you guys to listen to this. And make sure you give some give her some love. Listen to her podcast. I will tag everything below. And yeah, let's get into it. Okay. Hello. I'm so excited about this. Um, before we get into everything, can you tell us your name, where you're from, your sign, and what you do? Yes, I'm so excited as well. Hi, I'm Rebecca Simzak, aka Cardsy B, and I am a Sagittarius Sun, Aries Rising, Libra Moon, and I am a energy reader and the creator and host of Hex in the City podcast, creator of the Badass Bitches Tarot deck. Um, yeah, an energy alchemist, I guess. <laughs> I love that. I love that you give me your big three because that's that's how I know you're into astrology because you give me what I need to know. You know what I mean? Um, okay, so we're going to get into so many things today and I'm so excited. Before we get into a little tarot reading for me, which I'm so excited about, yes. um, I would love to hear like, how would you describe that to somebody who doesn't know? Like what even is a tarot reading? What is it like composed of and how can it be beneficial to people? Because I think there's so much noise about this stuff online and I would just love to hear your take on it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think to your point there, you know, it is um, kind of so much in in the mainstream and it's trendy now, and which is great. I think um, I, I have a lot of gratitude that people now have more access to it than they did when we were yeah. kids, for example. Yeah. And I think it's a really powerful healing tool. But I think because of that, it, it is a, um, a very kind of cluttered space. So it's not always easy to understand how to work with it when you're new new to working with tarot, whether that's receiving a reading or wanting to learn to read for yourself. And the way that I read anyway is that I really use the cards as mirrors of the energy coming up around the person I'm reading for. So a lot of people will ask, are you psychic? And I, I, I answer that as like, yes, but we all are. Um, so before when I, you know, started reading tarot when I was 10, 11, and I kind of identified, um, you know, in my older years as, oh, I read tarot, I'm an energy reader, I'm a, I'm a tarot reader. But I would say that we all have ability to access um, intuition and our psychic gifts. And for me, tarot is one of the most powerful tools to do that, which is why it's my chosen modality and my chosen tool. And the way that I work with reading cards is um, pulling a spread that kind of allows me to organize the information because I get information in other ways. Sometimes I'll hear things things um, very rarely, but sometimes I do do see things as well. But mostly I use the cards as a roadmap. So it's kind of like, okay, the placement of the cards tells me then these are people um, in your energy field that are impacting your energy. These are things that probably came through in your recent past that are still in that space and still affecting you. And from there, um, I can kind of read it. Uh, yeah, like like a map to unlock what's what's going on and kind of get to the root of some things that may feel that they're causing confusion or causing questions as to how to proceed for your highest good moving forward. You said you started reading when you were 10 and 11, 10 or 11. Yeah. Like, tell me a little bit about that because I can't even imagine being 10 and being like, I'm getting information that I need to share with people. And like, how did you navigate that when you were so young? Like, how did you yeah. know like, what was happening? It's really weird because I did not come from a family that is, you know, super metaphysical or esoterically minded. And so a lot of people assume that if, if I picked it up at that age that, oh, did your mother read? Did your grandmother read? And no one in my direct family really did. I'm really grateful that my my parents were pretty, especially my mom, were pretty open-minded. Of my, I would save my allowance and go to the strip mall Barnes and Noble and buy tarot decks and astrology books. And my mom would kind of look through it and examine it and be like, okay, I guess that's not satanic. So, okay. Um, but it was something I was drawn to. And, and because of that, I, I am convinced to a degree that it has to do with past lives because it came very naturally to me. It was something I was, would go into the bookstore, be so drawn to that section by these tarot decks and kind of, I was very self-taught. Like I did, they all come with a little guidebook. So I would examine the guidebook in terms of like, oh, what does this card mean even at that age? But it was almost similar to learning a language at, at a young age where it just comes more naturally because you're less afraid of doing it wrong. I think the older we grow up in this 3D matrix, there's so many rules and regulations of do it this way that we can limit our, our own um, ability to receive information, to, to learn and to, to grow. So at that age, I was just playing with stuff and I didn't really know what I was doing in all honesty, but it kind of just came through very organically. And I continued to just do this for 
friends of mine for myself, probably from that age of like third or fourth grade into um, into middle school, early high school. And then in high school, I kind of like put it away to, to fit in with the cool kids. And mm. it wasn't it wasn't cool like it is now. And that's why I hold such gratitude that, you know, people are like teenagers. My niece is 14 are watching tarot readings on TikTok that they have access to this because back then in the in the late 90s, um, when I was that age, it was like not a cool thing. So I was just kind of like, OK, whatever, put it aside until later in life in my in my early 30s when I went through a really big dark night of the soul. And it was kind of um, the first thing that I came back to as a healing tool for myself of even just pulling one card a day, a day of like, what is my, um, you know, what does the universe want me to know today? What energies are around me that I can be aware of and work with to help myself heal? And in doing that, I was seeing um, how connected I could be to my intuition that I had kind of cut myself off from for a long time. And that's what brought me back into working with tarot for myself and then starting to read for others. And then uh, from 2017, 2018 to today, it's become like my full-time business, created the deck, created the podcast, and never thought this would be my career. I had a background in being an executive in the fashion world um, for you know the bulk of my career. So I'm so grateful that I get to do this thing that I love that's so healing for me and that offers access to healing for others, but it definitely wasn't planned. It just kind of, um, it found me. I think that that's how the most beautiful things happen sometimes is just you fall into it. And I love that you found your thing through healing, like you yeah. were needing it and you found it and now it's like you're giving it to other people. So it's like crazy how it comes full circle. And I absolutely love that. Another word you said a few times was intuition. And that's something that I wanted to talk to you about because I think we could all, well, I'll speak for myself. I would love to get better at trusting my intuition. I think it's very strong, but my issue is I'm a very anxious human and I sometimes don't know, like, is this, are these anxious thoughts or is this my intuition speaking to me? So me aside, I would love to hear what are some tools that we can give to the audience audience to really tap into your intuition or you know maybe strengthen the connection with our intuition in order to like trust ourselves more yeah i think that's such a beautiful question and i think that so many of us that are highly intuitive also have struggled with anxiety i know i did like i was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder i used to have panic attacks yeah. when i was younger um literally up until probably that dark night of the soul period in 2017 and i think that um that kind of is uh, in tandem with being pulled out of our intuition or doing things against intuition that cause that anxiety flare up. So one yeah. of the things that I always kind of that I found just through my own my own healing journey that I advise clients that I work with friends that I work with um, in terms of anxiety versus intuition is is does it feel um, very invasive, jarring in your physical body. Cause a lot of times when we have anxiety, it's kind of like, Oh my goodness, I feel it in the pit of my stomach or I feel it like for me, I get a lot of, um, throat chakra stuff, like my throat closing up feeling like asthmatic symptoms. Um, and that always to me indicates, okay, this is anxiety. Doesn't mean that it's not tied to an intuitive feeling that this is wrong, but intuition often comes through as a clearer knowing, even if it's bad news. 
excuses, even if uh, I don't think you should do this. I don't think this relationship is going to last. It's almost like, uh, you know, like I know this, like it's unfortunate, but it's kind of that calm, almost like older sibling or like parental calm voice of like, this isn't going to go the way we thought it was going to go, but it's an inner, inner knowing. Whereas anxiety is like, get me out of this situation. And anxiety, like I said, it can be in tandem and the, the anxiety can be because of something we're intuitively feeling. But I find sifting through the two of kind of like, okay, let me sit with these feelings in my body. Let me examine that. If I still feel the either no to that or a strong yes to something, um, but it's it's come from coming from a calm internal centered place, that to me is an intuitive hit versus an, an anxiety ridden message. So when you're examining those feelings, what does that look like? Are you meditating? Are you journaling? Are you just sitting with yourself? What does that look like? Yeah, for me, I do um, a lot of meditative walks. And that's kind of where I like Love to that. kind of untangle and tease through those energies. Uh, but but it's I always say it's whatever works for you. Some people love to journal. Um, some people um, prefer to, you know, like seated, like closed eyed meditation. I, I I find that like, I am, a, I am a Sagittarius sense, I'm very active, I'm very high energy. So I like to move my body. So often, like me, like walking, and kind of calling in clarity helps me to to release some of those anxious feelings and then getting to the core of like, what is that intuitive hit? What is the message that's trying to, you know, underneath the layers of the anxious feelings, the kind of like unsettled feelings in my physical being, um, what are the messages that are trying to come through at the root of that? So a lot of that is how I access it. And then what, you know, in terms of just intuitive um, tapping in on a daily basis, I find pulling a card a day really does help of kind of like, what is the universe or what do my guides want me to know today? And seeing how that shows up you know, of like, after you pull that card, you're, you sit with it and like, interesting. Okay. This is going to come up today. Like on top of my deck right now is, is the moon. So say we pulled the moon for the day. The moon is the card of integrating light and shadow. So that may be where some, um, old things that we've compartmentalized or like not wanted to look at that our shadow elements are coming to the surface to be examined and to be integrated of like, you know, loving all parts of ourselves, of even the things that are old wounds or that don't feel ideal, that don't feel like the thing that we want to like put on Instagram and be like, this is the right. greatest part of my life. Um, yeah. and looking where are we being maybe triggered around? that in the in the day where can we start to give more love more healing directed towards that piece of ourself and integrate it within our day. Um, so that's one thing I work with intuitively. And then also, you know, in terms of, I still sit with the anxiety versus intuition feeling. Um, and one of the things I'll work with is when I get an intuitive hit of, it could be as simple as I thought I wanted to do this thing and I'm getting the pull to not. I'm getting the pull to opt out of this. And then I sit with like, is that anxiety? No, I feel calm and wanting to not do that. I don't feel afraid of what's going to happen if I don't go or if I do go. Um, and then opting out and seeing how you feel, you know, and often sometimes you'll get literal information of your friends go to the party and they're like, oh my God, that was so terrible. It was not at all what, what we were sold on. It was not at all what we thought it was going to be. And then you're like, yeah, I kind of knew that. And I listened to that. Um, and then small things in terms of, I, this is um, one of the things I work with on like my, my clients who are looking to expand intuition and, you know, become readers themselves or tap into their psychic abilities more, um, little things like if you live or work in an elevator build, practicing which elevator is going to open like you like the more you do it you're like okay. oh I think it's that one I'm like kind of been like yeah you'll see that you do have those hits of like we're able to connect with what's coming through um and and even like the the elevator situation um things like pulling if you if you even like work with a deck of cards 
and pull and face the the patterned piece towards you and um, think like, is this is this a black card or or a red card? Because most playing cards are black or red. Um, so that, that's uh, there's little things we can work with on the day to day as we're starting to strengthen and tap into it. And the more we do it, it's like working out at the gym. It's kind of like flexing a muscle. The easier it becomes, the easier it becomes, the easier it is to listen to. And our life gets so much cleaner and clearer. Like there's just less stuff that feels stressful or doesn't feel good. You don't hold on to relationships where you don't feel like yourself. You don't, you know, throw yourself into situations that you're like, I didn't have fun. Why did I go to that? Why did I spend three hours of my life in that scenario? So yeah, I think that it's something that um, it helps us in so many ways in our life. The more that we do tap into it, the more that we do strengthen those muscles. I love that you said it makes our life cleaner. Like I love that because it's almost like, we, when we think of clutter, we think of physical clutter, right? Like, oh, there's too yeah. much shit on the floor. My clothes are on the floor, whatever. But I think cl- clutter is also like our feelings. Maybe we don't listen to our feelings. Maybe we haven't let them out. People in our life, um, I don't know, hobbies we're doing that maybe aren't fulfilling us anymore. Our job, like all of these things I think can feel cluttered. But I think we're in this like era of just non-stopness and that is yes. that is what is like rewarded and I listen I love being busy I'm super busy and I love it but I also like I rem- I remind myself when I'm like this isn't like I remind myself when it's time to take a break and when it's okay to do that because yes. often we don't see that celebrated right we don't see like oh like actually I had a ton of shit to do today but actually my mental health is like not okay and I need to just sit back and relax like that's not cool right because it's like the busier you are and the more that you're doing and the more that you're sharing online that's what people love to see yeah and I think it's like this like hustle culture which has nothing to do with what you're saying but it's just like all in all yeah love what you're saying about intuition and what I meant to say with that sorry see I like went off on a tangent what I meant to say with that is we have totally neglected the power of sitting still and that doesn't mean like sitting and meditating, like meditating doesn't work for me, but it works for a lot of people. For yeah. me, I identify with you where it's like, I like to walk. So when I walk, mm-hmm. I like, I think I listen to podcasts sometimes that are relating to something that is on my mind. Cause it helps me like kind of navigate through my feelings. I go to therapy. I journal. Like those are the things that work for me when I say sitting still, but I think yeah. it's like very not I don't know. I think we're 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 more so getting into that now. Like I see way more of that now, more of the like self-care kind of thing, which I'm so happy about. But I think we could all use a little more like sitting and thinking. Like I always say like be curious. Like I love being curious about how I feel, why I feel the way that I feel or whatever it may be. Is our aura the thing for you? Like is that similar or is that Totally yeah, different. I mean, people tap into different parts of of energy. So some people see, I, I do actually see auras, which is so funny because it's something that came online for me only in the past three years. And it's not all the time. So I would never um, kind of like market or brand myself as an aura reader because I, I don't gotcha. like, I can always read through tarot, right? Like that's, and it's probably just because it's so much a part of, of my um, history as a kid. And like I said, I do believe it was something that I tapped into in past lifetimes. So I can 
always um, kind of get an energy reading with the cards. Sometimes I will see really, really strong auras. And my friends have even, they know this about me and they'll jokingly be like, what color is my aura right now? And I'm like, I don't always see it. But I had a friend who was going on a date. This is like pre-pandemic New York City. And I was like, whoa, your aura is so green right now. I was like, your heart chakra is very vibrant. I'm like, either it's that it's very open or this is going to be a love connection. She was like, whatever. She had even considered canceling the date because she was like, I'm not sure about it. And then after they, they ended up being together for several years and she was, wow. she still references that of, I was like, there's something that's just so vibrant about you right now. Like, this is definitely coming together in a time when your heart is open, willing to receive. And I think there's something about this other person that's really activating your heart chakra. Um, and she hadn't even, she might've been messaging with, with her date at that point, but like not, it hadn't met in person. Right. So right. sometimes I can see when people, um, they have um, a color about them or it's just very bright. Like they're very themselves. They're very open. They're very kind of in their soul signature to an extreme level, but, um, it's not all the time. And, um, I think it's, it comes through like if people, if I need to give that message, I do see it, but, um, yeah, our aura is kind of, um, indicative of the, our our, our energy, the reach of our energy around us. So I think that um, it, it comes into play, whereas all of our energy is connected. And I, you know, I always say, I try to explain this to people that think this world, this world and my work is super woo woo. I'm like the way that if you had gone back to, let's say the 1920s and said in the future, like our time, there's forensic evidence. Like people are going to know based on a fingerprint once, you know, someone was in a room or maybe even longer ago, I don't know when that was first discovered of like DNA evidence and like hair follicles that would have blown people's mind. Like, that shit's crazy. And now we're moving into, you can sense like, and this is, you know, in, in quantum physics today, you can see people's energy leave an imprint in the room. So like it would be able to be traced that my aura, my energy was, was present in this, in this room that we're, you know, I'm recording in. And when you think about that, our energy is all impacting one another. So it is really, it, it is something so powerful that we've been taught to kind of, um, downplay or dismiss. And that's why when you walk into a room of two of your friends that have recently had a fight, you may have no idea on an intuitive level, you probably do, but you're like, Oh, that energy is really dense in here. Like, I don't yep. want to be in this room. It feels, it doesn't feel good because that is it's, it's projecting out of us and it impacts everyone that we're in contact with, even every space we're in contact with. You know, you know, what's crazy is like when you get a bad vibe from someone or like you get bad energy from someone, or maybe not bad, but just like not what you want, not the vibe that you want in that moment. But then the person you're with gets like the great, like such a great vibe from that. person. I'm just like, yeah. it's so <laughs> crazy how we all like pick up different things and there's mm -hmm. different things that feel right to all of us. Well, I think that's a, it's a frequency match thing too. I always, I a hundred percent, I get that. And I, I feel like, um, it's, I, I always use the analogy with that of like, some of us like, like, I like really cheesy pop music, obviously from my tarot deck, like the, the, the chariots, like freaking Miley Cyrus right here. Like I love, I love pop. Right. And then I have friends that, you know, they may like, like hardcore, like rap. And I'm like, mm, I like some, not all, it's not really my frequency. Does it make it good or bad? People are like right. that. So we could. Right. You know, me and a friend of mine can meet the same individual and I would be like, oh, that, that's not my mm -hmm. frequency. That's a little, whether it's too loud, it's more, it's more rap versus pop. Like it's just not for me, you know, on, on someone I'm going to be besties with, but it's not even necessarily like negative positive. I think it's a, it's a frequency match. And then finding people that are on a similar frequency to us feels um, in the most resonance and feels the most aligned. I'm very intuitive with this stuff. Like I, I, I'm an empath and Aside from that, I just, I really, I feel a lot of, I'm a Scorpio moon. So you can just imagine. Oh, I, I love that. Yeah. Feel a lot. Like I have a lot of feelings and 
I realized this kind of later in life, later, as in like I was 26 or 27, when I was like, holy fuck, like people drain me to no end, even the people Mm -hmm. that I love. It's just who I am. I feel like I try to be super present when I'm with somebody. I will give you everything I have, but my tank is not, it's, it's like, it's a very small tank. And I am constantly having to plug myself in and charge my social battery so much. Like I love people. I'm so outgoing. I will talk to the wall, but I am an introvert at heart and I need to be alone. And when I finally realized how draining people were to me, I was then more able to take care of myself because, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I didn't really know that. And I know that sounds weird, but like, I didn't really realize like how exhausted I was after every social interaction, or I didn't even realize like maybe in college, like why I didn't want to go to things all the time and why I wasn't like everybody else. And it made me feel bad about myself. Like I was like, wow, like my friends, like they're like down to do shit every day. And I'm just not like that. Or like, yeah, I I don't have it in me to go to this thing. Like I was with you last night. Like I can't, you know? Yes. Yes. It made me, it made me really feel bad about myself for years. Cause I was like, why do I love being alone so much? Like, why do I not want to, like, why can't I show up as much as everybody else can? And it wasn't until I started seeing my therapist almost two years ago. And she was like, why are we looking at that as a bad thing? Like, yeah, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just means like you charge up by yourself. And when I started to learn more about this, I was like, wow, like it all makes sense now. I almost mm-hmm. wish it sooner. So I would, I would have been so much easier on myself, but now I'm so aware of like the energy in the room, the energy of where I'm going. I like to know who's going to be there. What are we doing? Where are we going? Cause I know myself, I know that yeah. I'm drained. So I'm a little bit annoying in the sense that I like to pick like what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I, as much as I would love to show up for everything, I can't, like, I know myself and I can't. And that is hard to explain to people that aren't similar. Yes. Yeah, it's hot. And that's what, you know, I, I feel like at this point in my life, cause I'm like, I'm like elder millennial. I'm a lot older than you. I have the thing where my, like, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to opt out because I know it's like, you're saying it's going to recharge me and I'm going to show up better for the things that I'm really like joyful to be in. And I think that the people that get that, that like, you know, like you get that, like my friends that get that it's easy. And you, know, you get to the place where you don't even have to explain. You're just like, Oh no, but like have so much fun, you know, and you're going to, down and be like, Oh my gosh, like, can't wait to hear about it from, you know, like, I hope you have the best time, but there's no ill will. Cause it's just an understanding of that is not fulfilling for you, or it's not, you know, it's going to drain versus charge you. And I think the more that we step into that and really like do the things that feel in resonance, the, the better our relationships become, the kinder we are to ourselves, the, the easier that it is to be kind to one another. Um, and one of the things I worked with a lot in that, um, similar to what you're explaining is I would do future self meditation. Of I would tap into, okay, like, how do I think I'm going to feel at this party, at this event? And you can usually tell, like, if it's a feeling of like, oh, like I could power through it versus, uh, oh, I actually am kind of like excited or I'm curious, which is like a great word that you, that you brought into play. Like, oh, I'm curious of like who I could potentially meet or conversations I could have. And if it, if it's anything short of like, I'm, I'm excited or like curious in a positive way, it's, it's a no from me, you know? Absolutely. I'm the same way. And I think we can all, I mean, I think we should all be more aware of the things that drain us, that charge us, the the people that drain us, the people that charge us. Like there were people in my life. I mean, there still are, you know, it's not a bad thing, but there's some people that drain me a little bit more than others. Maybe that's Mm -hmm. just because I have to show up a little bit more or maybe because they maybe overpower my energy a little bit. Like 
I think these are all normal things. Yes. Yeah. I just wish I knew them sooner. Anyway. So, okay. I'm so excited. Can we do a little reading? Like yeah. a little reading for me and see like what comes up. There's a lot of things going on in my life right now. So I feel like this is like the perfect time and I'm just excited to see. Yeah. I've never, actually, I've never done this with somebody. I've had my chart read. I saw a psychic, but she was like a, like she spoke about herself as a psychic. Like she was like, this is what she, I think she did pull out some cards, but it was more so just like, she saw a picture of me, then we got on FaceTime, and then she just started telling me things. And yeah. that was it. But I've never had something like this before. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm always um, excited to, for people that it's their first kind of official tarot reading. Because um, yeah. like like I said, I the way that I read is kind of just use it as a roadmap of the energies around you to give you as much information as possible for anything that could clarify the path forward, any heads up you, of things that might be coming through. Sorry to interrupt you. Do you... Uh, do you just speak? Do you just say what you feel? Or do you like, do people ask you things? Like, how does it work? Normally? Yeah. So um, if you have any specific questions or areas of focus, it will help get more detail. But if you just wanted kind of like a general overview, we can do that too. It's totally up to you to drive. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I feel like I do have some questions. Um, first, I want to see what you what comes up at first. And then I'll, I'll ask you a few things. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely have I definitely have questions with like, business. Mm-hmm. and um dating those are okay. questions cool cool and Let's... then and then a, a situation that I'm like literally so fucking torn with and I just want to see if anything comes up so okay okay I'm sure a lot of this will come up in the overview kind of just because it's like the things that are most present in your field the first yeah. thing that I always look at the base of the deck as I kind of shuffle as you're sharing your intentions, putting your energy into the cards. And the first thing I look at is what comes up at the base. You have two of wands. So it looks like there is something that is somewhat of a crossroads energy of like having to decide between two two um, solutions, two ways of going forward. And one that feels a little safer, um, one that's, and that could just be kind of like, you know what to expect to some degree. This is how you've already been operating. And the other that feels a little bit more risky, but there's excitement there too. The thing that feels like there might be a a greater level of risk or not as much like known factors does feel like the thing that there is more reward with for what it's worth and neither of these options are bad and I think that's probably why you're at a little bit of a crossroads of like kind of weighing that because it's not a situation where one is like oh my gosh it's a terrible idea the safer path you already know you're like yeah I could do that I could do it in my sleep because it's probably like what you've already been doing to a degree and the thing that feels like um, a little bit more road less travels a little bit more maybe challenge, um, there is greater reward. Um, so I would say definitely consider that. And it feels like there's, I don't know if you have to decide in the next two weeks, or there's um, a pivotal moment coming through in the next two weeks, but something between between now and the third week of December, that's like a, a key moment in this for you. Um, all right. So in terms of business stuff, I don't know if that was business related. I do feel like there is something, um, a new stream of revenue coming in for you business wise. Um, I just, I just launched a new business literally like a week ago. Yeah. Oh, this is good. And I feel like this, this is really good timing with this. And the fact that you launched it in Sagittarius, Sagittarius season, it's ruled by Jupiter. I'm biased because I'm Sagittarius sun, but it's ruled by Jupiter. My mom is a Sag. So oh, I love you guys. yeah. It's, and this is a great time to, to do something like launch a business, launch a new venture. Um, Ace of Pentacles was your center card. So this is a big area of focus. And I always look at this card as kind of um, like turning on a faucet. Like this is going to um, generate like a stream of ongoing revenue and you're 
going to see this pretty quickly. This came through with um, Queen of Wands in recent past. Um, and Queen of Wands, it feels like it has, it's something that you had a clear mission around. She's the fire queen. She's also kind of like um, very driven, very motivated, very creative too in venture. So it's, it's um, if, if you're launching something new and you have her as an ally or advocate, it's kind of like this is, it's going to be successful quite quickly. Um, it also feels like there was something that may have, um, you may have last minute just been like, yep, I'm going for it and changed course on in a good way. Cause this with judgment reverse is kind of like anything that was holding you back, um, overthinking, overanalyzing, you're like, I'm just going to go and I'm going to learn as I go. That was the right choice to make. So if that was something that you already were kind of in that energy, it's like queen of wands has your back. And I do see this being really prosperous, really abundant, um, in the, in the present energy. So are you currently like dating? Are you in a relationship? I'm not in a relationship, but I am dating. Okay. So are there, is, is it just one person or are there two people? Cause I see two people's energies. <laughs> yeah, it's not just one person. Yeah. There's two people that I feel like are strong, like front runners um, and very different. Like one that feels um, Knight of Pentacles. I don't know if they're an entrepreneur or just like very like successful, serious in their career. Cause this is kind of that, like that energy of like the earth knight, the one who's, um, you know, abundant, successful, like really like kind of on it career wise. Um, and if, if they're not an entrepreneur, they may be down the road. They may be considering also like you, like launching, um, launching a business. And I think that you guys, it, admire that about one another. Like it's something you probably are able to talk about, discuss, like kind of, um, you, you would be good advocates and like cheerleaders for one another and in, in your work stuff. The other person feels a little bit more, um, Knight of Cups, like playful energy, like a little bit more spontaneous, a little bit more, um, like, oh, let's just like live in that, the now moment, be present. This person feels like they activate your, almost like your inner child a little bit more in a good way of like your inner child wants to like play with their inner child. Um, but it feels like these are the two front runners and they're very different. It's like both of them, I think they're both like physically attractive and they're like, you know, there's chemistry in that way on the, on the 3d surface level, but in terms <laughs> of the type of people they are, they're very different. So it's almost, and it might even be like, if you fuse the two together, it would be like, that's your ideal person, but they're, um, yeah, there's qualities of both that you're very drawn to. I think that like no one's forcing you to like make a decision um, in any in any period of time, but this may even come around that same midpoint of December when I was like, there's something in the third week of December. I think one of them, it becomes apparent that like, they're really into you like the magician um and strength is kind of like oh this is something that like they're like yes very pursuant of wanting to move forward and that may be a choice point for you or that may cause you to kind of be like where where are you at with that do you want to commit are you ready to because it feels like in this you're almost the one who's more reserved or more like i'm gonna wait and see which is a good place to be yeah yeah um well, it's like I, it's there's one there's a person who's very um yes successful like you said mm -hmm. but there's a lot there like there's a lot of just uh I hate to use the word baggage because that sounds yeah. negative but there's just a lot on that yeah. side totally so that's why I'm reserved mm -hmm. and so yeah. the other per the other person that you said is like playful it's like I'm not like dating that person seriously, nor am I dating him seriously. Like I'm not exclusive with anybody, but obviously I am closer to this other dude. But in the playful side, it's like the other men that I am speaking to, they're all very playful. So that's yeah. just like funny that it represents that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I think that um, the person that the one that I was like, oh, see, is very successful. And there is some like, yeah, like, I mean, for, for lack of a better word, like baggage or things, energies from the past that are carried over. Um, it feels like that the, there is a lot of potential with that. And I think it's something that um, on paper, you would have maybe not seen yourself with, you might've been like, oh, like no to Absolutely that. Absolutely not. But Absolutely yeah. Not. Yeah, totally, totally. But there's something with this that is expansive for you. And you teach this person a lot too, of like, um, just like the way you live the way that, um, that you like, you're, you're super, super creative. And you're very, you're a very good manifester. I feel like you have like the ability to um, envision something and make it happen really quickly. Even with this new business venture, I'm like, oh, this, this is abundant fast because you kind of have that, like, even if I don't know every single, like how this is going to go down, I'm going to learn on my feet, which is th those are like the most successful entrepreneurs is when it's like, I learned by doing, and I'm just going to make this happen. Um, there are things that you um, teach this person even about life in that way. I think the business part is already locked down. Like they have a lot of success and a lot of abundance, but like the way that you live your life, um, you guys are really beautiful teachers to one another. And I think this is the person that's going to be more pursuant of you where like they're wanting to move things forward. Um, and you have a lot of options. Seven of cups is like, you have a lot of options on the table. So it's not like, you like if you feel pressured like it's too early like you don't want to like you know oh I, like I don't want to make a call about like being committed or monogamous you don't have to but I do think there's something coming up in the next couple of weeks that's leading toward them wanting this kind of ten of cups like couple energy like yeah like yes let's move this forward um so I don't know and I don't know if that has anything to do with like um like purchasing you like I feel like a, there's like a holiday gift or like something like that that comes to play that is like oh shit like this this person's like really like they're in, they're in it they definitely have like major feelings for you <laughs> um but it's not necessarily a bad thing I think it is expanding your world in terms of um there this may have been a no on paper but when you're when you're mm -hmm. together with like your when we were talking about like auras and energy like when your energy fields are intertwined it is quite expansive and there's something really beautiful here so this does look really interesting to me um um, and I think that I see you in like a like connected, like serious, like, like really beautiful partnership moving into the early part of 2022. So whether that's this person, like I said, it does look seven of cups is like all the options. Like you have a lot of options being presented to you, but I really feel strongly about this individual. Yeah. That's so interesting. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like, I have a, I have a huge question mark in my head. Not in a bad way, just, yeah, it's, I'm definitely going slow and I'm definitely being reserved. So you, yeah. hit, I mean, you hit a lot on the head, but. I think that more is going to be revealed in the next couple of weeks. And what I would say just in terms of, I'm going to pull a couple, a couple more cards. Yeah. Like it is a it's an expander for you in a lot of ways. The hero fans, the Oprah card. Um, this is kind of like the, the teacher of life lessons of aha moments of super soul moments of, um, this is coming in a, a way at like a package and not, I'm not even talking about like this person's like physical appearance. I think they're like all these, these people are like attractive. I think it's like coming in a like package of their life that you did expect it to look like but um there's there is a lot of growth and expansion here and um it's the the way that you communicate and connect with one another is a lot deeper than a lot of other people that you've um 
dated or been with I think that you're a very old soul because like you like you look like super young like you're gorgeous you look super young but you have very (laughs) old soul energy so I feel like this is um because of that like this is something you're absolutely um like able to be in like someone you're absolutely able to be in relationship with even if even if all of this stuff from like their um the the journey they've moved into up until this point doesn't look like something you would have on paper selected um you are like you have all the tools to do this and like you absolutely there's a lot for you to receive from it but i understand why the question mark is there but i do see that this is like that there's a huge spark here there's a really really deep connection wow can i ask you one last question yeah um can we just see what comes up with like, I get not like business, but just like alignment kind of yeah. like what I'm doing. I've never yeah. felt so aligned in my life, but it also, sometimes I'm like, I think we all have those feelings of imposter syndrome of like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. And yeah, I just like that, that comes up sometimes, no matter how much I love everything that's going on in my life. Um, and a part of me is like, a part of me wants a move, like a change, I think, yeah. but not in what I'm doing, like career-wise more mm-hmm. so. I don't know. Like I've been thinking about a move, like even just an apartment move. Yeah. I think- it's funny that, oh, oh go sorry, ahead. Go sorry. Ahead. I was just going to say, it's funny you say that. Cause I did see like something with a new location. It may still be within Miami, but it could be like a new home and new cause emperor reverse emperor is the card of like setting up your empire of like, this is my base. This is my foundation. Um, and that reverse is saying there's change coming with that. And the fool is like new, like brand new clean slate. So if you're renting and your lease is coming up, it, I would say definitely consider that could be like even new neighborhood that you're like able to yeah. um, like ground into and um, something about that location will feel more like who you've evolved into now. Cause what I'm getting with that is you've changed yourself like a lot over the past yes. year, year and a half. And yeah. um, you're definitely like on mission with what, with what you're doing in your career and what you're like putting out to the collective in terms of your work, your podcast, all of that feels very, very aligned. High priestess is like, you are really in tune with your intuition and kind of like, I know this feels right, even though it's like, I think sometimes you have the thing of um, high priestess with 10 of wands reverse 10 of wands upright. I always call it the like workaholic card. And the reversal is when like things come easily and you're like, oh shit, like I'm used to things being a challenge. I'm used to having to like prove why I'm worthy. And you've been, um, now that you've really like shifted a lot and like changed the way that you operate with the outside world and with certain energies, things are finding you easier. And like the success is feeling like definitely warranted and deserved, but it feels more of like being able to put your oars on the boat and, and go downstream versus like having to like row upstream. Um, so that kind of is indicating that like you're in your right work, you're in your, like you're in your purpose and you're really helping to expand and like help help the collective help humanity because you've kind of come into that flow. Um, the one thing, yeah, I see the move. The one thing I also would say is that you did a good job of sifting through when we were talking about kind of like feng shuiing, like Marie Kondoing, like the energy in our lives, you've done a good job of that, but there are still some like, like, people that it doesn't mean you have to cut them out completely, but people to be really boundaried with, you know, yeah, I struggle um, with boundaries. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel like that is, um, 
like saying like, yeah, nine, nine of swords reverse is like you have the awareness, like it's come up and you know, um, you probably know who it is, you know what the situations are, but nine of nine of wands in the upright is kind of like persevere, hold strong. And it doesn't have to be like, a, like I said, like a complete cutout. It can just be like saying no to more things, um, even, even as small as not responding to a text right away you know, of kind of like, I'm gonna like, just let that sit if it's people that love to have access to your energy. Because when I was saying you have this like, really beautiful, strong old soul energy, that's very attractive to people. And they probably come to you with like, wanting to just like dump their day on you or their problems are like, Oh, my gosh, I have to like get your advice on this. And it's not that you have to be like, I'm done with you. But you can like, kind of take like longer to respond even and start to like, like let, let that breathe a little, let a little more space because a lot of good stuff is coming in 22 for you, both, both in terms of your business. And I, I feel like this, like that there is potential for this move that would be really good. And I think there's like a relationship that's solidifying in the early part of 22. Wow. That was amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're that. so welcome. I love that. Wow. I just like, I want to like sit and like journal everything you said, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I want to do. I loved it. Amazing. Um, Okay, before we wrap up, yeah, I want to wrap up with astrology because that's one of my favorite subjects. I don't know everything about it, but I'm super into it. I want to ask you, what are some things we should know? Like, what is somebody who wants to be in tune with themselves and cares about astrology? I know it's not everybody's thing, but what signs should we know in our charts? Yeah. So, um, you know, as we kind of touched on at, at the beginning of the podcast, I always say to, to definitely um, learn your your top three, which is your sun yeah. sign, your rising sign and your moon. And your sun is kind of um, like uh, your soul truth is who you are, like at the at the core of your being. And then your rising sign is often how you show up in the world. So yeah. how people perceive you. So, for example, like I'm Sagittarius sun, I'm Aries rising. So people often see me as like super effective efficient, like, you know, like, oh, I'm always on things. I'm always starting things. I'm like you, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm like, okay, go, go, go. Um, and that is definitely a part of me, but it's not the whole package. So often your rising is how others perceive you. And then your moon sign is more of the emotional part. When we think of the moon as like divine feminine intuition, it's often also how we um, operate in relationships and what we need in terms of that more divine feminine receiving part of our lives. Um, so I'm Libra moon. Like I like a lot of balance. I like someone that can and show up as like as a co-creator as an equal in friendships in business partnerships as well as like romantically speaking uh, I also like to look at I mean, I won't go through everything, but it's like in terms of just like the top things, if you're starting to learn and you have curiosity about astrology, in addition to sun, moon and rising, I like to look at Venus um, because Venus is kind of how we um, it's it's love and beauty, but also it's a lot of that sacral chakra energy. Um, and we manifest from sacral chakra. We magnetize and call in from that. So what where our Venus is can tell us a lot about how we um, operate in business, also like how we perceive ourselves in terms of love and beauty and how we show up in terms terms of romantic partnership. So I look at Venus, I'm Sagittarius Venus, which is very like, it's funny, it's kind of what you see on the, the wow, like what you love. see is what you get. Yeah. And um, what else? Oh, and Saturn is important, because um, for for anyone who's in that like end of like 28 to like 20, I think it's like 27 to 30 range is when um, you hit your Saturn return. And Saturn I think I'm like is, in it right now. I'm oh, wow. Sure I'm like in it. Yeah, yeah. It's, and that makes sense that you're like, oh, you're going through like these big transitions. It's a really powerful period because Saturn is the planet. I always describe like, you know, if, if Venus is kind of like, 
the the beautiful girl with the YouTube channel on like how to do makeup and how to like launch your business because she's like like beauty and like money success, then Saturn is kind of the main teacher of the planetary system of like rules, regulations, learn your lessons. And when we come back to our Saturn return, Saturn makes a full rotation around um, the, the, the zodiac in 27 to 30 years, depending or 27 to 29 years. So it comes back to the place you were born is kind of a, a check in of like, have you learned your lessons? Did you try to bypass any? Did you skip any classes? So for some of us, it's easier than others. My Saturn return was actually when I came back. Oh, it was when Saturn was in return and then came into my sun sign of Sagittarius, which was also hard was when I came back into tarot. Um, Cause I had a lot of things like I left the fashion industry. I went through a divorce. Like all of these things were like, these are not where you're meant to be. It's not working out. So we're going to like help you to realign. Saturn was like, you failed some classes, you know? Um, so it's good to know where your Saturn lies, because if you're around that age of, yeah, like 27 to 30, it, it's, you're probably in your Saturn return. And it's impacting you. And um, also then it loops back around when you're in your late, your late fifties to early sixties, when we learn the lesson um, in our, the first go round of like, I was hit really hard in mine. And I was like, okay, noted. I'm going to, I'm going to realign. I'm going to make those. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, take the, take the summer school classes, so to speak. Um, then the one in our late fifties isn't as bad, but like you can watch celebrities that are like losing their shit in their second Saturn return. Like I Madonna went a little, yeah. Like I like Madonna went a little off the, off the rails. Like I love her, but I was like, Oh, she's in her second Saturn return. And like her first one, she was on top of the world. Like when she was like in her late twenties, early thirties, she was like the, the it celebrity. And I don't think had to learn a lot of those lessons then, but like it got her in the second one. So I always say like, learn it as, as soon as you can. So it, it doesn't come back 30 years, 27 years from now. You know? Seriously. I don't understand when people say like, I don't believe in astrology. Like it yeah. blows my mind when people say that I'm like, like, what, what do you mean? You don't believe in it. Like, I don't, I, I feel so, 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 so identified with my chart, with my signs, with everything. Like when I discovered my moon sign, everything made sense to me because I'm a Capricorn sun, Capricorn rising Scorpio moon. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like, I was like, why am I such an intense bitch? Like, why do yeah. I have so many feelings? Why am I so emotional? I'm very like, I'm in it or I don't give one fuck. I, when I care about somebody, I like will stand in front of a bus. Yeah. For them. Like, it's just, it just, it's very like that. So I think there's like this huge misconception about astrology where it's like, thanks to those stupid horoscopes that we saw in magazines that were like literally copy paste and all of them. Now everybody just thinks that's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. But there's actually so much more to it. And I wish more people like, I don't know. I think it's just, Honestly, I think it just goes back to the more that you learn about yourself, at least personally, like the more that I've learned about myself, which has really happened in my late 20s. Yeah. This is why I feel like I'm like, I, I've said this a few times, but I'm 28. And this is the first year of my life that I feel like myself. Yeah, like, truly. Totally. And it's because I like, not even just because of this, obviously, but like, because I learned so many things about myself that I just had no, like, no idea about and everything just kind of like made sense to me, you know? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I think that the more I, I love how you express that. I think the more that we learn about ourselves too, the more kindness and compassion we can have for others. And 100%. even in things of learning of like astrology, of seeing people's Saturn returns, like, okay, like you're going through a rough patch right now. Like that's, I know what that's like. And yeah. I had a client who her mom was in the second Saturn return and she was telling me like, oh, she's not acting like herself, all of these things. And I was like, wait a second, how old's your mom? And I said, oh, I think she's, and then she looked it up, looked up the astrology 
astrology and was like, oh, and even things like that can give you more empathy for what someone's going through, what they're experiencing, um, instead of jumping to a place of judgment. So I think that astrology and tarot really um, help us to learn more about ourselves, which helps us to learn more about others and be in better relation with others. Absolutely. My last question for you today is I would love to hear one thing you've learned about yourself this year. doesn't have to do with tarot. It can. One thing you've learned about yourself or about life or something that you relearned this year that you would like to leave our audience with. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good question. I think, and this came up recently in the eclipse cycle. I really learned about boundaries and staying true to my frequency. And we kind of touched on that in the, in, you know, in our conversation throughout the podcast, but, um, I think it's uh, one of the programs that we have in us as humans in this 3d matrix is to people please. And to say yes to things because we don't want to make someone else uncomfortable or to show up out of guilt because it's the quote unquote right thing to do. And and I kind of really in this past, um, the eclipse that was on November 19th and like, and Scorpio season, which was all about release and removal, I made a, like a cognizant choice to remove that program, even if it's going to be uncomfortable to say no to things. And even if like some people aren't going to like that, I'm not that old version of me that did just do those things. And it was very freeing. It was challenging, but very freeing. And um, some things did exit my life as a result of that, but it made space. And we were talking about kind of that feng shui your energy field, it made space for a lot of like instantly um, amazing work stuff came through. Like I'm on this podcast with you. I had more cool collaborations and even met some new friends as I cleared out those things that really didn't feel like me anymore. And I think that's something that we're always coming more into ourselves and like learning to be more authentically who we are. And that was one of the biggest lessons. Um, And and like I said, recently, like within Scorpio season, so a couple weeks back. I love that. I think boundaries is going to be one of my big words for the next year because yeah. I mean, I think we can all get better at, better at it. Right. And for me, I struggle with like, I don't want to let people down, but then I let them down anyway, because I know that I can't do it. But I say, yes, because I feel like I might try and then I don't do it. It's like this vicious cycle where it's like, we, we just need to be more you know, honest with ourselves and honest with our boundaries and not feel bad about them. So I absolutely love that. And for anybody who wants to get a tarot reading with you, anybody who wants to connect with you, where can they find you? Where can they listen to your podcast? Tell us. Yes. Thank you so much. My podcast is called Hex in the City. It's a weekly energy update of what's going on astrologically, energy wise. And um, you'll learn more about tarot just in kind of how I read for the collective in that. And um, you can find me on Instagram at cardsyb, C-A-R-D-S-Y-B and badassbitchestarot.com. Also, can I just say, I love your username. Like how (laughs) clever, how clever. Everything will be linked. Guys, go get a reading. Go listen to her podcast. I'm going to subscribe to your podcast right now. I I haven't even listened to it. I'm so excited to be tuning in every week. But um, thank you so much. This was so great. Thank you. Yeah, loved it. Thank you so much. It was amazing to talk to you. Thank you so much. You too. Have a beautiful day. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.